everybody doing today would appreciate if you guys would share this out um trying to get maria's co-host and then we'll start any second can you hear me now it's working yeah i could hear you good good okay so shall we start i I don't know what i'm having issues with twitter today (laughs) that's okay we'll just uh we'll 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 skip the recap of last week's space since it's not really related to this and we'll get to the speakers a little sooner in the uh, episode if that's all right with you yeah, absolutely. So let's going to start as you were saying, I think, um, please guys, if you're here, give us a favor, and you know, like retweet the space so we can get more people join us. Apparently, if you interact and you send us these cute emojis as well, um, apparently Twitter will, you know, reward us and put it more the space out there. So Welcome everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the new NFT Happy Hour show. We're so excited to be here with you again. Today, as you said, I think uh, we're going to start a series of different spaces in where we're going to talk about um, with Stardust Genesis Creator and see how it's been after one year in the platform. As always, I want to thank you all for joining us and to whoever is watching us during the stream or listening to the recording. So guys, let's grab our favorite drink and let's get this show started. Joe, how are you doing? I missed the first part. Doing great. I started the YouTube a little bit sooner. So just to remind people we're live on YouTube, if Twitter gives you trouble, you can head over there. We've got the chat going. Um, This is our format to keep the audience engaged, like I mentioned a little bit earlier on the YouTube stream. I just want to shout out the audience once again. Thank you guys for joining us. Got a bunch of creators down there, a bunch of hardcore collectors down there. And again, this is going to be a Stargaze-focused, one of many Stargaze-focused spaces, YouTube streams. Can you believe it's been a year since Stargaze launched? A little more than a year, but a year since the marketplace, really. Yes, crazy. Like time flies. And I wouldn't say so. Like we're already more than one year here. We've been doing like 100 things. But before we jump into the topic, let's go and introduce ourselves, yo, because maybe we have people that maybe don't know us. But before, uh, I want to send a huge shout out to the sponsor of today's show. We have one Lilliputs Wonder NFT to raffle during this uh, Twitter space. And we have three whitelist spots, four digits, which are launching at the end of the month during the YouTube part. So with that being said, my name is Maria. And as you can see, I am one of the hosts of NFT Happy Hour. And I am as well one of the hostess of Getting Real Space, in where with my friend Victoria, we focus on mental health. 
I am as well, and most of the time, a one-on-one artist from Spain who had the pleasure to uh, have several pieces exhibited on different NFT events, like NFT NYC, NFT Liverpool, NFT San Francisco, and so on. The majority of those pieces were from Women from Cosmos, which is my beloved project, and one of the most well-known projects on the Cosmos ecosystem. And well, if you don't know my work and you want to check it, or you want to request a custom piece, you can simply check my link tree on my bio, send me a DM in whatever social platform you prefer, and we move from there. Sounds good. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm on YouTube. I'm a YouTuber, uh, crypto YouTuber, and I focus on tutorials. I focus on NFTs, interviews with founders and devs. Um, I am not a creator. I'm a collector. So I usually bring the perspective of the, the NFT buyer or the, the trader. So uh, along with Maria, I think we have a good team to do lots of content on NFTs. And like I said, this is going to be a stargaze theme space. Hopefully, at least once a month, we'll be able to check in with some Stargaze projects, specifically Genesis projects. It's been about a year since the marketplace launched, and uh, I have loads of Stargaze videos on my channel. I'm, I'm Part of the reason why I'm loyal to Stargaze in the first place is because the history of Stargaze, the brief history of Stargaze is basically the history of my YouTube channel. I put out probably 10 or 12 Stargaze videos before any projects ever launched on the platform. I was obsessed with the app chain thesis that's characteristic of the Cosmos ecosystem. And back before Stargaze's launch, which would, the the Genesis launch featured 15 different collections that launched flawlessly at the same time. I was researching those projects. I didn't know what I wanted to mint. I got an airdrop. I had some tokens. What was I going to buy? So um, I was writing down all the research on the projects, going in and out of Discord, which, as you know, I hate. And I decided just to share that document with the community. And I got good feedback on it. And then somehow I got the idea to interview um, creators. I don't know I don't know what gave me that idea, but um, I thought it was a good idea. I said, hey, why not talk to the creators, put the content on YouTube, and then people can decide for themselves what to mint. And um, I had a YouTube channel before that. I never planned to actually be on camera. I I did tutorials. They were voiceovers, basically. So ironically, the, the launch of the platform was delayed like a week or two, and it gave me a good amount of time to um, do these interviews. So let me tell you all the interviews that I did before the platform launched. Some of you guys might laugh because the projects, some of them are kind of forgotten or have gone in and out of um, kind of in and out of fashion over the year. But first interview was Knotts, and uh, that was Jerry and Rusty. Second interview was Maria. So so now Maria's hosting with me. Third interview was Bad Kids, which is by far the number one collection on Stargaze. Then IBC Friends, remember that one, Hyperion. Uh, the artist for Hyperion also built some tooling for the Stargaze platform later on. Then I interviewed... Wolfman, who's the Owlies creator, he'll be joining us in a few minutes. Then Acre NFT, I don't know if you guys remember that one. They were a huge charitable organization that got murdered by uh, Anchor Protocol and the UST DPEG. So with uh, basically zero skills, zero knowledge, um, zero presentation ability, I was able to give this small platform an honest platform to the creators. 
And since then, I've been kind of intertwined with a lot of Stargaze projects. So my channel's gone through many changes. Stargaze has gone through many changes. Lots of projects have come and gone. A lot of the projects on my channel have come and gone. So uh, yeah, a lot of my content ends up being focused on Stargaze, the NFT-specific blockchain within the Cosmos ecosystem. This is the one-year checkup. So I'm going to bring up our guest. I don't know, Maria, if you've got anything to add to that, but you've been around since before the launch as well. <laughs> no, I think we're ready to go. I really want to start talking with our guest today. We have uh, Wolfman from ONFT. We have as well Andromeda, Andromeda's team, and we have Starty. So let's gonna bring them to the stage because I know that we have like several questions. Yeah, I did offer them the mic. Um, so I, I'll invite Andromaverse. Um, Cinemical M, who's their artist, I'll invite her up. I'll invite Stardy. Um, I'll invite Wolfman, but pretty sure Wolfman's going to mainly join us on the YouTube segment, which we'll um, will basically be doing uh, in about forty five minutes, exclusively on YouTube. If you want to join us there, let me make sure these invites go out properly. I could bring you up as a, as a speaker if you want. You don't have to be sad. <laughs> Wait, 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 it says I'm not following Wolfman. Oh my god, Twitter is just not. It's not. It's not fun sometimes. Did you just say you weren't following me? I just realized I'm on the NFT Happy Hour account, which is really kind Shame of weird. On you. Yeah, I just followed Shame you. Shame on I you. Followed you. How I dare you, you sir? My heart, my heart is crushed. Thanks for having us here, man. Thanks for doing this space, guys. Really excited to be here. No problem. I always thought it was important to check in with the Genesis creations. Like they basically set NFTs off in the cosmos, even though we know Secret Network had NFTs. Um, there was only really like two or three major projects there. And now we've got Stargaze with a whole bunch. And of course, every mint day is a big day for Cosmos because, you know, bear market, there's just not much, not much going on. Um, I did get Stardy up here. I'm trying to get the others up, but I don't know, Maria, you want to start? Yes. Start with, uh, so, starting the here we have you. I know that the majority of us know you already, but I would uh, love to ask you for you to introduce yourself and Stardy. And, you know, when you launch, um, what is Stardy about? Hey, guys. Hello. How are you? We're doing good. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, so I'm Graphene or Stardy. Um, I'm a pixel artist. I also work for Stargaze on the creation team. Uh, I do, oh my gosh, my kitty is crazy right now. <laughs> Sorry if you hear some friendly noises. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do other internal um, stuff, not non-dev stuff for Stargaze. Uh, and I'm really happy to be here. So I started Stardy a year ago um, on Genesis Mint. I applied to be a, commu a community uh, voted project for for the first time. Uh, we didn't pass, but I asked the community if we could, you know, try again. And they told me, yes, yeah, you should definitely try again. And we went for the second vote and we got it. So it was like a really 
a nice surprise for me. I was really happy about it. And at that time, um, Stargaze was really, really new. So uh, the only way to really get on the platform was through, you know, either community vote or team pick because uh, there wasn't a way to show, you know, projects that weren't that weren't featured before. So that came after. And and after so so when I launched Stardy, um, we had a little issue on our mint because our whitelist and our public mint were different uh, values uh, for for. For minting, it was 25 stars for the whitelist and 50 stars for the public mint. And people weren't able to get, uh, like, like the website had some cashy like issue, and and a lot of people uh, couldn't get uh, the public mint. So uh, the way the way it worked out in the end was that I offered those people um, honor studies, which was our second collection, the hundred percent airdropped. I didn't sell any honor studies, not and I didn't sell so far either. Um, they were all sent for you know our community, our members. Um, I tried to to give out to people that were really active and you know or or people that just wanted to know story like it's just a little gift <laughs> gift um and and afterwards i started to work on the banners so <laughs> it's been a long while <laughs> but i'm so glad that uh last week it was finally out and i could launch and it it all went well and it minted out, so I'm really happy. <laughs> oh, you should be. I have to say, you know this already, but Stardy was my first Stargaze NFT. I still have her. Like, oh. yes, it's gonna be in my wallet forever. Uh, I'm gonna let Joe if he has more question for you. If not, I will continue. Graphene, no worries. <laughs> I do have questions for Stardy, but I want to. Wolfman's up here. Um, Wolfman's kind of a like OG crypto guy. I'm curious why Stargaze. Like, what what made Stargaze the platform for you that got your attention? Because I know you were involved in Bitcoin. You were involved in other cryptos way before Stargaze launched. So, what what drew you here? Yeah, it was actually, um, um, you know, I I had originally I think I, I told you this before too, but the um, the Proppy. Uh, people um, and it was like Michael Arrington, right? They um, they uh, did the first like NFT house um, in some country, and uh, that's when I first learned about NFTs. Like I think it was in 2019 or something like that. And so I I was following that from there. But it was actually a friend of mine I knew from the old XRP community who um, I had given a lot of uh, non financial advice to, who did did really well in the bull market and told me about Stargaze. Um, token. I was like, what, what, what is this? And so I started looking into it, looking into the platform. And then I just had this crazy COVID fever um, and had this wild, crazy dream. And it was just, <laughs> it was all about alleys, the whole creation of alleys and the whole project. My wife had like a week earlier drawn these two beautiful owls and it was like a little lovely couple. And so it was like that, like turned into it. And then I 
you know, two weeks later, I hired an artist and, you know, two, I think it was like two months total later, we launched uh, as a Genesis collection. We, we were the, went up for a community vote and uh, we won and uh, it was just a whirlwind from there. But it was like, I remember the first time I looked at the, you know, I kind of faded NFTs back then too. I was like, ah, you know, I mean, baseball cards, stamps, like the idea of like putting collectibles up as NFTs. I like the idea of, you know, you look at what happened to baseball cards and like the history behind that and how they just like just printed as many as they want. I thought, man, this is really cool for stuff like that. Home buying, deeds, cars, all that kind of stuff I thought was really cool. But it wasn't until, you know, I found Stargaze. And it was actually, I remember it was the annual collection up. Uh, it was like that one piece. I have that piece. It's the, I think it was like the third or fourth biggest uh, Stargaze sale. And it's in the O-Vault. So it's actually community owned by everyone who holds a watcher. They mine O-Tokens. And so they get a part of that DAO. Um, and they actually get to, to be, you know, that's all backed by those NFTs. Uh, but it was like, that was an iconic um, NFT for me. And I loved it. And I just had to have it, right? Uh, eventually, too, it went up for sale and I got it. But, you know, it was like that was one of the first uh, things I got introduced to was was on Stargaze. And then from there, it's just been a, a whirlwind journey, man, because I, I really I wasn't in it. But then it was like I was in it and I was in it all in. I mean, I think that happens to a lot of people, too, where they kind of fade NFTs and then they something something snags them, you know, some piece of artwork or a project or a cool concept and it gets them in. And then next thing you know, <laughs> I mean, I remember like I remember some of the OG like people in in Cosmos, like they were fading NFTs hard. And now they're some of the biggest DJs in, in on Stargaze, man, like just aping into everything they can. So, you know, I think it just it's all consuming because it's so much fun and there's just collectability and you have all the flippers and traders and community. And I love the community. I think that's one of the biggest things that has definitely kept a lot of us. Yeah, I think, Joe, you said this a bazillion times that. I think most of us wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Stargaze. Stargaze is the hub right now. Um, you could say what you want about osmosis. Obviously, everyone loves os osmosis, but there are so many people here simply because Stargaze is here. And uh, I, I really believe that. With, you know, Obviously, it's not the biggest NFT platform that exists, but it is growing in the bear market. And I think the collections are getting better. You don't have the same artist from the beginning, do you? Because I've noticed your art has gone through some some transformation. Well, we have different things that we do, right? And so the original alleys that were made, I'm still working with that artist, but I have another artist who makes the wearables that'll be for the alleys trading game. So we have a lot of different artists. The watcher's artist is not the same artist as the alleys artist, right? And then we have other, um, a lot of one-to-ones. I think we worked with over 30 different artists to make over a hundred one-to-ones for um, the ONFT watchers. Um, so that was something that I, I had a lot of fun with too. And actually one of the artists is this young girl. She did the disconnected memories. Um, I'm working with her again on something and I can't quite leak yet. That's pretty big. Um, it has a lot to do with ONFT watchers and um, I'll be excited. Maybe I'll announce it on a future space with you guys, but uh, really excited about um, working with her because she's actually doing our comics. I don't know if you've seen those um, on the ONFT Twitter, but, we post like little teasers and at the end when all of the little blocks have been done, then we show the whole comic. But we're, I think on the ONFT watchers, we're about three comics deep now. And I just love the art. It's so colorful and fun and beautiful. And she's having a blast making it. So that's one of my favorite things is just working with the artists and like taking my ideas and my creativity and being able to make it something, you know, actually it's so funny because I met my wife as a server at Olive Garden, um, you know, 16 years ago or so. 
And back then I was a waiter and then she became a waiter. She was a hostess at the time. And I started doing this, what I'm doing now, then all those years ago, I had another waiter guy and I would write out these comics as stick figures, make these waiter based jokes, post them up anonymously in the little like bar hall, and then just enjoy like all the people walking by, like just laughing at the comic and, you know, and now I get to like do all this kind of stuff full time. It's just, it's amazing how it kind of came full circle. Wow. As romantic as an AI airdrop, really nice story. <laughs> what a way to go to the lovely moment we were all living like that like that well we're having issues bringing andromeda uh, verse uh, guys if you can live and join the space again maybe i can again try to send you the invites to join the stage in the meantime uh, i have a question for you starty because Whoever is involved on Stargaze and has been minting from Starty, there is one word that it's going to be familiar for you, which is squad. Can you let us know what is the squad? I know you were one of the uh, first members of the team. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, so squad is just a group of readers that are also friends. <laughs> Uh, in in our circle and uh it first started as us like study uh stargaze kingdoms and what and then we you know included other other people and we never imagined that it would be something big or anything it was just you know us three uh uh, because because uh, the wads are our wad squad, and then we started to calling them squad as S K A D, <laughs> and to to get uh, Stargate Kingdoms in it, and then and then like S was for starting somehow, <laughs> and yeah, and that's how it started. We created like um, a Discord channel and. All, all the people there, there are just wonderful people. Maria is there, guys. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we have like Horizons Unbound, who is here too. Uh, Pajan, who is uh, a project from Ijan and Paja, uh, the photograph. Um, and uh, Sargis Kingdoms, I already, I already said, like Kit Roars. Um, uh, blog cuties, uh, civilizations. Oh my gosh, am I going to forget some? I probably will. Cause <laughs> camera. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, help me, Maria, <laughs> please. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Sorry. No, but um, I wanted to ask you about this because I think this will give an idea to whoever is not familiar with the Stargate with how, um how we act like a family because squad at the end as Graphene said is like a group of friends uh, we've been launching different collections and always including you know squad traits or themes and I think it's really cool like I think it's the clear example of how a Stargate project actually works between between them yes I really love that part like collabs and and doing you know uh, supporting each other, like it's it's really nice. It seems really nice to participate in it. 
I was well, we were able to get Andromoverse up, which is awesome. I thought we were gonna have trouble, but welcome. This is the first time I've had anyone from Andromaverse on a space, although I did get a chance to interview M on my YouTube channel. So uh, welcome, welcome. Hey, can you hear me? Yep, we got you. Great to have you. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so um, Emily's actually here if you want to invite her as a speaker as well. And I think there might be some other people from team as well. But yeah, it's great to be here. Cool. Um, I think, I don't know, probably everyone's wondering like what's going on with uh, Andromaverse, right? You guys, you guys are um, kind of a big project, but not super active on Twitter. You guys have an active Discord and it makes sense. You guys are building a game, right? I would like to know if you could briefly kind of get us up to speed on the, um, like whatever you want to call it, the controversy with like the communication that's been going on lately, because a lot of us, myself included, we just kind of caught bits and pieces on Twitter. And now you guys can definitely like set the record straight, you know, as a recorded space, right? So if you want to uh, kind of clarify anything that was not able to be clarified with simple tweets. And then we'll get into the projects, of course, of course. Yeah, so that's, um, I mean, it's, it's basically your typical Twitter situation where things are taken very out of context and you only get, you know, like 140 characters or something instead of learning the whole story or whatever. And then, you know, a certain part gets retweeted and a, a certain part gets promoted. And the, like, the real driver behind that is like we're in a bear market and just right now negative attention catches more attention than you know positive attention because i mean <laughs> it's kind of just how it goes oh you are correct and uh a lot of times if you if you tweet something that gets a negative response it will get 10 times more views than if you correct it in the next tweet exactly. so i've actually noticed like that's become a platform for many different you know, speakers, um, there's not many like uh, positive YouTubers in the crypto space anymore. There's not a lot of, you know, positive creators because no one really cares about that right now. It's all about, you know, everybody wants somebody to be mad at and that's what gets all the attention. That's what gets all the views. And I mean, honestly, like, I have not much of an issue with it um, in terms of, you know, being the bad guy for, you know, a day or two or whatever. It's It's not really it doesn't really hurt my feelings or I don't take it personally just because, I mean, everybody needs to, you know, let out a good punch. And <laughs> we had a little joke. I was posting on memes of being a punching bag because we just got swarmed with things taken out of context. Um, but as in terms of what's going on, um, the Stargaze punks, like they're obviously still there and they'll never go anywhere. That's, not our call whatsoever. I mean, we couldn't make them disappear if we wanted to, unless somebody took down the entire network of Stargaze. What's happened is we've given the option to expand into our game. And yeah, the Twitter has changed. Like the Twitter handle has changed because it's, I mean, honestly, there's only so many things that you can tweet about about a PFP project over a year. And I mean, majority, 
like that, that started up. I mean, it, it's just, there's only so many things to say. So we pushed in a new direction for the Twitter space, the social space. And yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll let you ask questions in case I get too off topic. Sure, sure. No, I um I remember you guys were super successful out of the gate. I think you guys were the number one traded project for quite some time uh, as a Genesis project. And um, big collection, brand new platform. You guys minted out in basically like a day, day and a half. I remember. Um, but I know that you guys are more focused on your Discord. Twitter is, you know, it does have its ups and downs. I'll totally give you that. I mean, it's it's not a great place to communicate. I don't really take it that seriously. But I'm sure you guys take your Discord seriously because that's where I would imagine most of your holders are, especially those that are following the day-to-day -day stuff. Um, what I got out of the tweets was that you guys are thinking about or possibly launching another collection on a different chain or quote-unquote migrating. Is that uh, is that accurate? We did do a, an episode on migrating projects a couple weeks ago, and that usually sets people off. I was curious if that's what's involved. So it's an optional migration. It's just, so I, I want to say first and like lead this with none of what's said is meant to be, to like call Stargaze inferior or, you know, to say they're, they're not a good place to be. It's just, they're not focused on gaming. I mean, it's, it's really, um, like the um the project Beckett's has done really well as being like just PSP based mostly and Stargate Funks initially did that as well. There's no reason for them to stop doing that. Um, yeah, um, but we are moving right now the eggs. The eggs right now are going over to Polya. And they are, I mean, they're hatched already. So we've already begun that migration process, but it's not a migration that just happened randomly. It's a migration that was planned and announced and disclosed all the way back in April 2022. So it's, it's kind of like we didn't join and then, you know, decide to leave like wait so you, you always you always planned on on migrating at least one collection specifically to polygon or just migrating wherever you thought there'd be a good landing spot for a gaming project well initially we we're going to migrate to our own chain but the, the space just right now i think has enough chains um there's not enough users so Basically, we focused all of our time and all of our efforts into developing our, you know, minimal, minimal viable product, which is our game, which is actually now playable in playtest version. We have several different versions available. Um, some of those are open for anybody to try, but we've developed now our token gated version of it, and there's on-chain rewards and really we're focused more on now getting people to play and on onboarding than we are with trying to just spin up another chain and you know 
That, that definitely makes sense. And I, I, ironically, I did talk to last night on a different space, uh, Cosmic Horizon. They launched their own blockchain today specifically for their game. And it'd be very strange, I would think, if like, like all the gaming projects decided to launch their own chains, especially like you said, now there aren't enough users, right? The, it's, it's very, I would think that would be very strange. So I think Polygon, and we've had, we had a Polygon space a couple of weeks ago, Maria and I, it's a natural landing spot for games, right? Much more users, a hundred times the amount of volume on the uh, marketplaces. It's cheap. It's on Ethereum, which I think positions them quite well. And uh, of course they, they have money, right? They, they've got, they've incentivized projects to come. Um, which collections, let's say I'm brand new. I'm coming into the project. I like games. I like Stargaze. If I could only follow one Twitter and pay attention to one of your collections, because you have a few, where would I start in your opinion? I think I'm the one I'm speaking on. I think it's Andromaverse would be our most gaming focused um, Twitter gaming focused project. It was our original idea um, to give you some context or to give everybody some context. It's actually um, Emily and I were working on it months before we even considered um, Stargaze or even knew that Stargaze was coming to the space. Um, Emily actually, you know, made one of ones on you, um, Ethereum, and she was. Um, a rareable artist initially, you know, way back. I are you here, Emily? Can you I've been having trouble. I've been having trouble giving her the mic. Be honest with you. I just gave it again. We'll see if she can come up. Hey, um, if you're on your um computer, you just have to switch to your your phone. I think you can only speak on your phone. That's what I had to switch over to when they couldn't invite me. Sorry, um, where was I with the question? You were talking about her as a rareable artist. Oh, yeah. So she started off there, started off on Ethereum. Um, she's, she's actually a studio artist working for, um, you know, some bigger studios. I won't name drop or anything. Um, and she was in the space already. She was invited to come work for us from a, another another person that started it up with me. And mind you, this was all, I mean, this was 2021 when we were all building everything and getting everything ready. So like we were, we worked like half a year before we even had a single collection. And Stargaze Punks was actually six months after we had started the idea and the character development and the building of Andromaverse itself. Stargaze Punks, we did just after we found the platform and it was just a fun PFP project. And we decided to include it on, you know, everything else that we're doing just as a Kind of is just a nice gesture, or at least what I thought would be a nice gesture um, for anybody who wants to, you know, play the game and 
own something in the game. My whole big take on like the crypto space and what really drove me to crypto and crypto gaming was the fact that you can actually own your thing. Because I've been a, a lifetime gamer and I would play one game and I was mad that I couldn't bring it over to the next game or like they wouldn't allow it in like, you know, part two of the game or they wouldn't allow it in whatever. And it's like, hey, I bought this. Like, why can't I bring this here? Have something. And that's basically what I'm standing by now. It's like it doesn't matter what platform we're on. It doesn't matter what game we have. We want to be able to like let people use their their game assets wherever. Like I, I know there's a lot of controversy and like um, loyalty for different marketplaces or platforms or whatever. But my loyalty is to the gamer, and you know, just letting them do whatever they want. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair, to be honest. And thank you for explaining everything because we were a bit lost, you know, with the different account. We weren't sure about uh, which is going to be like the next step for you guys. We have seen here with us finally. Uh, as you are an artist and as uh, Andromaver said before, like I know that you started on Redable. Uh, you want to share now that you're here in, in the stage with us, like how has been this year working as a artist uh, doing NFTs and working with this uh, this company? How has been like your experience? And if you want to add something else, like maybe some alpha, or maybe that's something that we really have to keep an eye uh, with you guys on your next step. Okay. Um yeah, honestly, like this space, which again, I was in this space, like I think I bought Bitcoin at first in like 2016. So like I've actually like crypto for a really long time and have been through multiple cycles, different ups and downs. And it's honestly this, though it's been a bear market and, you know, that obviously makes times hard with things going down like 90%, 60%, 99%. But it's really been just incredible and just really fulfilling to create something that's expanded to being something like we basically made our own little universe i mean i we were pretty dedicated to it and like it just it's it's just really fun emily actually has moved across the country to you know basically be 20 minutes away from me so we can focus on this because she started out in LA um it's just I mean we we love it <laughs> we gave Emily the mic can you can you talk or are you having trouble Em? hello can you hear me there you are yes we got you how's it going hi it's going good um had some technical difficulties but I figured it out um yeah uh is there anything that I could uh, contribute? Because I feel like Aaron basically said it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, from, from the artist's perspective, as far as like being on Stargaze for a year, anything you could share, anything that, you know, looking back was good, was challenging. Um, if, you'd, if you're any alpha, that's what Maria, Maria wants to try to squeeze some alpha out of the other artist. Anything <laughs> that you want to... Uh, share is fine with us uh, as far as alpha goes i'm going to leave that to aaron to disclose um he he holds the key to that um as far as looking back 
on the past years of, I mean, at this point it has been, it's 2023 now. It has been like about two years since starting in the whole NFT space. And um, I think the most encouraging aspect of it uh, from an artist's point of view, um, as Aaron mentioned, I came from a traditional studio uh, creative environment. And so I worked with different studios in Los Angeles where um, I had very little creative say-so and I was paid very little. And the studio subsequently profited a lot off of the art that I created. And I didn't really have much of a say. And then here comes the NFT space. And when I started selling my one of ones, and then also further started creating the artwork with Andromaverse and working with Aaron and the rest of our team, and just seeing how much people loved the work that I created and that it was a, a, a lot of stuff are my original ideas. Um, I, I felt like I had value, like my creative input and that my original ideas were something that people really liked. And that's what I loved about the NFT space as a whole from the very beginning, that there's just a lot of freedom, a lot of opportunity for artists to truly express themselves fully and without limits. And, uh, that, that's really been my experience thus far. And that, over the past couple of years, that hasn't changed. I just want to say, too, that your art is incredible and some of the most beautiful art. And I have enjoyed the last year collecting your pieces and just I love them. I love every single thing that you've brought to Stargaze. And it's just been such a joy to watch your journey and creating everything that you've done. You've done an amazing job. And I'm so grateful that we've had you on Stargaze for the time that we have. Wow. Thank you so much. That, that means so much to me. I really appreciate it. I, I'm, Em, I don't know if you remember, but I think, I think you were on my YouTube, like maybe in like August, September, October yes. last year, but <laughs> sa same thing. I absolutely, I just love pixel art in general, but like the stargaze punks absolutely love them. I, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I feel like they, they remind me of like the Nintendo days. I see Wolfman going crazy with the uh, emojis, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's like throwback, but, but it's just, I, I really like the, uh, the punks collection as far as pixel collection, probably the best I've ever seen. Thank you. Um, I don't know if anybody knows this. It hasn't been a secret, but that was actually my very first time ever doing pixel art. So I went from doing traditional paintings and like digital and traditional and then just straight to pixels. So I'm so glad that you like it. Um, I was really proud of how the collection came out and I'm glad it turned out as well as it did. It was definitely great. Maria, we kind of cut in the middle of, um, I know you have a lot of questions for Stardy and then I've got one more for uh, Andromaverse and, uh, and Emily. Uh, what, you want to uh, continue your questions with, with uh, graphing? Hey, can I just say too, just for a second, um, we have a lot of really great people in the room. If everyone could go and like the, the, the space and comment on it and retweet it, it would mean a lot because these two creators here are working really hard to bring attention to all of us and our collections. And it means a, the world to be able to have people like them bring us up and get our exposure out there as much as possible. I think the least we can do is get those likes, retweets, comment, 
share the excitement and the cool things that you've learned today. I really would appreciate it. I appreciate that. I know Maria does too. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, that's it. I just wanted before to to say that I 100% agree with you saying like related to the how much freedom NFT bring us comparing to, you know, working to another company where you have to always follow certain briefings and certain themes and being able to, you know, be completely creative yourself is amazing as well i love your art i've been seeing your pieces even the ones before on readable i remember when you were doing one stream with androma bears drawing it was really nice but i wanted to ask to to start it to to change a bit um after your successful last launch the start the adventure banners i've seen some sneak peeks on your discord just gonna say is maybe a one-on-one collection coming? What is uh, what we need to to wait? Yes, I have to ask about this, Graphim. You have to forgive me. Oh, which which sneak peeks? Oh my gosh, I'm lost. <laughs> the ladies. Oh. <laughs> So, so people on Starry, Starry Fam are asking for a kinky Starry Girls. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, should I really do that? <laughs> I'm not sure yet, but yes, um, I think like uh, our next collection would be Starry Humans. I'm not sure about the kinky part. <laughs> But yes, uh, I always like to draw like anime kind of kind of art, and you know it it's going to be a joy to to draw that too. I just want to say to sing uh, just a little bit that I'm amazed that this was your first pixel collection. Like <laughs> that's just mind blowing, and yes, it just shows how how great of an artist you are. Like I really admire you for that. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I've got one more for Andromaverse. Um, I remember I remember Emily told me a while back that some of the people on your team, and I'm sorry if it's if it's you as well, um, do have history and some experience building games. And I was wondering if you guys could just lay out a final vision, maybe like a real loosely estimated ETA for for um the game completion or at least like updates that will be coming, you know, later this year, let's say. I did play the game. You sent me a link and I was able to go in and play for a little bit. I think it's really cool. This is like, you know, it gives you the the kind of a similar angle and it's a similar feel to like some of the Zelda games from a long time ago, but the art's totally different and the art is really cool and I think it's unique. And just as um, as a team, just to kind of give everyone confidence, whether it's people worried about migrating, people that don't like Polygon for whatever reason, if you could kind of set people straight and just say, look, this is what we have going on. This is what we expect, hopefully, in the next X amount of months or year or so, anything that you uh, want to get out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've tried to really abstract away from like blockchain and nft like words in general 
um, just as more of a way of trying to get more people onboarded. Um, one of the things that we've or that I've actually been working on is a completely walletless experience where they can actually sign in with their email, you know, kind of just by clicking a button like you would for, for anything else where you'd say sign in with Gmail or sign in with phone number. And we basically pay a router so it's a gas experience as well. And using things like Stripe and um, Shopify, they can buy their collectibles or they could just play and not actually own anything um, just as a way of you know, onboarding people and getting people. Um, that might bother people in the NFT space because that's something that we're abstracting away from on the um, on the front facing side of it, or what we're trying to build is the front facing side of it. But that's, I mean, that's what's going to onboard the public. Like it's just there's literally several billion people that are just like ah no. I don't mess with that stuff, especially in the gaming space. Like it's just gotten a really bad rep. And I think part of that rep is just like that it's a scary word and that there's not many like well-developed games. So we, we've kind of just been pushing further and further away from that. And as we get closer and closer to being more of what we call a complete game, that becomes more of the focus in terms of when we're going to have, you know, what quote, quote, a full game is. Um, it really just depends on what you consider a full game. Like you said, you, you've been able to play like that run I gave you, I think it's a fair run. Um, some people have been trying to beat it for a week. <laughs> um, I ran through it in an hour, knowing everything to do and everything. And the fair runs actually only 25% about of what we've, you know, created in in terms of like level space and everything and is only utilizing part of the mechanics that we've developed. So if we put all that together and drop it, which we will, <laughs> then a lot of people would consider that a pretty full game that's, you'll have longer play time than your average, like, you know, indie um, Steam game. Oh, for sure. No, that, it does sound like a, it does sound like an intricate game that I played for like a, you know, a little bit while I was at work. I was, I was more, interested in like the graphics and like the uh the expansive map experience which is cool because i i'm not a gamer by any stretch but i always love playing the old zelda games and i just any game that reminds me of that even in the slightest i'm like all right this is going to be a good game collect <laughs> items go in any direction i want talk to other characters go inside little houses and stuff it, it, to me that's i got a, a little bit of that feel even though i'm sure that's not the, the, the whole game but um, yeah, I don't know what I mean by full game either. I guess just something you would release more uh, more widespread. Yeah, I mean, part of the plan to like abstract away the wallet and everything, as well as have a token gated. Like um, we're doing token gated game nights where there's prizes, like larger prizes for people who are more in the um, in the DGen space. Um, where it, it's kind of like, you know, race to the goal. And then we're also pivoting to the completely abstracting away the whole experience of having to like maintain keys and everything and like 
if anybody's interested in how that works more, like basically it just makes your recovery address your phone number or your email for your keys. And to anybody who doesn't like lose their keys or like really dig into it, they'll have no idea what's going on underneath, which is how kind of most of the world works. Like, oh, of course. Amazon, you know, you're, you're not like, oh, they did this ACH transfer and the strike transfer. And then, you know, they did this international migration between banks and they had to go through this and that. And they're like, nobody, people just want to play a game. <laughs> they want to buy stuff and play a game. You're 100% right. And I think one of the buzzwords for the next bull market, I feel like the last bull market, the buzzword was metaverse. Everything was metaverse. Anything that had metaverse on it was the greatest thing ever. The other buzzword was like gas fees, right? For the next bull market, I think abstraction is going to be the number one buzzword because like you said, people don't shouldn't have to learn how technology works in order to use it. My grandmother has an iPad. She goes on Facebook every single day. She has no idea even how her internet works, never mind the iPad or the, you know, the actual Facebook app. So I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And I've I've been hearing this consistently from anyone building a game that's related to NFTs where they just they have to make it attractive to people who have no idea about crypto. So I feel sorry for people in this space who had to like learn a lot of things in order to use, you know. IBC, Osmosis, Stargaze, the next generation of people will probably not need to know any of that because it's going to be abstracted away, at least partially. A lot of the people that are so good with, like, you know, are not interested in money. I, mean, I can't, we can't hear you. You got like a very monthly speaker. I'm sorry, is that better? Oh, yeah, you got it now. Yeah, most of the people that are here, they're not, you know, necessarily in it for money right now just because i mean there's, there's not much there's a lot of artists there's a lot of developers there's a lot of enthusiasts that are here and i think they'd be here regardless if it was um i mean it's just it's it's, it's a space to build it's a space to create a new frontier and like that's just exciting in itself for some people so i don't really feel bad for them for you know learning and being part of the space like honestly like the experience is just i mean to me anyway, it's be extremely stressful, but I mean, it's, it's a ton of fun. I mean, anything worth doing or being part of. You faded out at the end. Um, so hopefully you got in what you had to say. Sorry if uh, people are having technical problems. It's just Twitter is just like not great even now. But I think what, what we'll do is, oh, he's having trouble. Um, Maria, if you have anything else, feel free to drop it in for any of our, our guests. We got, you know, we got our Genesis creators here. Like we wanted when we first imagined how our NFT happy hour space was going to go. And then we'll head over to YouTube, which is a lot smoother. And Wolfman is going to show us some of the things that ONFT is rolling out. Um, multi-platform NFT hub also the staking platform but yeah maria what what anything else you want to ask any of the guests please feel free yes uh, i will ask starty and then we move to youtube like graphene if you want to give us actually a more in in-depth idea of what is once abound because i know that you have already started your story there with the starty and also if you want to add anything else that we should be you know keeping an eye to or excited for yes let us know 
Oh, sure. Uh, so Once Upon is a platform that had the contract deployed, I think, last week. Um, it was by an ecosystem dev, Pablo. Uh, and what it does is that you can go there, onceupon.community, I think it's the link, and you can create your own uh, little story. Um, you can put up for, for voting afterwards. Oh, oh wait, wait. <laughs> First you create your story and then someone comes and adds to that story with their NFT or without an NFT. And then people vote on which, you know, uh, way the story should go uh, and the winning and the winning post gets added to the story and then it continues I think it's something like that I didn't test too much on the mainnet so yeah it's it's pretty fun I'm hoping uh, for more you know people to participate on the study uh, story so waiting for you guys just go there and submit your your part of the story um, for other things looking forward, I think Open, Open Edition Minter uh, is going to launch next week. And we have like several uh, great artists there. I'm really excited about it and um, really hoping this is a success as well. So, yeah, that's it. I really appreciate everybody coming on and coordinating this time with us. I know that we're, we're very picky with our time. It's always been 6 p.m. Eastern time and not everybody's in Eastern time. And some people like little gains down there, they work overnight and they have to wake up early to join our space. But we always appreciate it. And Dramaverse, uh, Emily, Stardy, Wolfman, anytime you guys have stuff to share, please just send it our way. And even if you can't make it on the space, we're happy to get the information out there for you one way or another. Um, nice talking to uh, Andromaverse for the first time and Stardy for the first time. So uh, really appreciate you guys. And we're going to head over to YouTube in about a minute. Hey, Stardy, it was finally good to connect with you too. It was great to hear you and hear your story. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you all for having me. I'm usually very like shy and, and nervous on, on spaces, so I don't usually join anything. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. And thanks again, guys, for having me up here, too. Really always appreciate everything you do. Sorry to me to cut you off, man. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I was basically just going to say the same. Like, thanks for having us. And um, I mean, we'd be happy to stop by anytime. We haven't been on. Twitter much or in the social space, just as we've been um, grinding to get this minimum viable, minimum viable product out. Uh, but now, I mean, it's really all just about, you know, the social space. I think that's actually what Emily's focus will be. And I see Megas in here now as well. But so we're going over to YouTube. Yeah, I'm going to close the space. We've actually been streaming this whole thing on YouTube, and uh, we're going to head over there. Wolfman, you're going to join us. Is that right? Hopefully. Uh, yep, joining in right now. Awesome. Okay, well, everybody else, if you guys can't make it, it's going to be on YouTube. You can watch it over the weekend, of course. But uh, yeah, anyone that wants to join, we have the live chat going. We have, a, we have three different giveaways that we'll do right in the beginning of the YouTube stream. One of them is a watcher. Wolfman, let me know in DMs while we were doing the stream. I know that uh, Maria's got two different projects that gave her stuff to give away one of them is digits which is natego's project and we'll talk about that as well but uh, yeah thanks everybody and uh, have a great weekend if you're not gonna join us on youtube
We'll see you. Thank you. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some crop powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side of the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, yam, beta, and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost, it might cost us, a us a lot more than, than what can be gained game. by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces. <laughs>